that happened to you that you ain't got no place else to go. Y'all understand what I'm talking about? Where the only strength you have is in Christ. Amen? Amen. We want to talk about that today. Sometimes I use scriptures as an affirmation. And one of my favorite scriptures, it starts out like this. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And this is what we're talking about. When you have got to a place where there's nothing else, no other power that you can turn to, it is the strength of God. Do you understand? And when he is the strength, you're going to go through something sooner or later. I keep telling you all, if you ain't went through something, keep living. Yeah, yeah trouble's going to find you, all right? But the strength, I look at those people and I turn on the TV and I look at those people and all those ashes and people, just incredible thing. How do you deal with that? You can't deal with that with a human mind. You can only deal with that in your spirit. And the only way your spirit can deal with that is it's empowered by the Holy Spirit. So that the, I mean, it's just devastating to see that. Almost, I, I had to apologize to God because I was upset uh, a few months ago when some water got in my basement. These people, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, I really did repent. Lord, I'm so sorry. You, you understand what I'm saying? And I looked at those type of things. But the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And, the, and it, the strength is a, an incredible quality. But st- strength comes through faith. That's right. If you don't have the faith, you can't have the strength. And so strength is what? The quality of being strong, power of mind, Intellectual force without breaking or yielding the power of any faculty, such as strength of memory, strength of reason, strength of judgment. We have to have all of these qualities in life. This is where, have you ever known something, we got it right down in your head and you know how to do it, what you're supposed to do, and then done something else? Well. Because you didn't have the strength to follow through with what you have been taught or what God has showed you. Does that make sense? And so what for me is, there's been things in all these years of my life that I have understood, and I've watched people. You do this a long time. I've watched some terrible things happen to people in situations. Some fall apart. Some stand because they have the strength. And you're going to have to have that strength. There's going to be a time when there's nothing you can do but set and wait for your change to come. That's right. You remember Job says, all my appointed time. Will I wait till my change come? And it takes strength sometimes, church, to be able to just sit and wait for something to happen to make the changes in your life that you need to make. And sometimes things ain't going to change. It is what it is, and you're going to have to deal with it. It takes strength to do that. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? And so today, this is what we want to talk about. We want to talk about, you, you all don't know how much power you have in the strength of the Holy Ghost. You have no clue how strong you are in the strength and the power of the Holy Ghost. And there's some of you in here that's never been through some real difficult times, and some of you have been through some real difficult times. You know what I'm talking about. But here's the key to it. Say, what's the key to it, Pastor? Don't be an unprepared person in a prepared place. You see, if you haven't got anything going on in your life right now, now's the time to go to the, to the spiritual gym and get some spiritual muscle. Right. So when it does come to you, you can make a stand. Does that make sense? And so these are very difficult times, and I wanted to talk about this today. That, uh, uh, a lot of times we forget that there are people who have been through a lot of times, we forget that they've been through things that have lost people. And these holidays are terrible. 
You know, and you all know it's been around me a long time. Who doesn't like holidays? You. Because it, there's so much pain. See, we look at all of the good, but there's a lot of pain. People don't have people that they used to be with for years that are not going to be there. It's in this church and in other places. We understand that. And it's going to be some difficult things, and they need strength, not a gift. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so this is why we're doing this. So remember this. The Lord is my light. This is Psalms 27 and 1 through 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? There's where you got to have it. Because afraid means you got fear. Fear paralyzes you. Fear will paralyze you. Fear will cause you not to be able to take on the challenges you need to take on to change your life. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? <coughs> All right. I'm going to have to get this water. Isaac, be ready. If I get to coughing too much, you have to finish this message. Oh, no, I'm not joking. We'll get through it. <laughs> yeah. We'll get through it, Okay, you, you, I'm going to take that on. You been praying for me? I've been praying for you. All right, here we go. But what he's saying, church, is why we need to trust in the Lord. So in verse 2, it says that when the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up on my flesh, they stumbled and told. So, so see, he knew this, that no matter what would happen, that a child of God cannot be moved. You see, many people in this church, this is why you're falling. You're trying to fight with your own strength. You can't handle life with your own strength. That's right. Does that make sense? It's going to take a greater power than you to get through life. If you, like I say it all the time, you'll be an unprepared person in a prepared place. You have to prepare yourself for the difficult times in life. The good times, you ain't got to prepare yourself for the good times in life. You have to prepare yourself for the ugly times in life because they're going to come sooner or later. Does that make sense? All right. He went on to say that though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. I mean, because fear what? It paralyzes you. Fear is a trick of the devil. That's right. Fear will paralyze you. Uh, Satan was having a Roman sale, you know, a garage sale, and he was selling everything he had. And he got down to everything, and this guy came up and said, I want to buy that shiny thing you got there. And Satan says, I can't. I'm not going to sell that. That's fear. I need that to intimidate the Christians. Because fear paralyzes you. Fear takes the yes, I can out of you. Fear takes the courage out of you. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's a young man that was on TV this morning. I was flipping through the news, and he had uh, his story. He was telling his story because he had had a lot of, and I'm going to say it, had a lot of blood in his stool and all this stuff was going on. And he wasn't, some of you saw it, didn't you? And he wasn't paying any attention to it. He wouldn't go into the doctor, and he wouldn't pay any attention to it because he was too embarrassed to go to the doctor. And so it got so bad that they took him and he had colon cancer. And so now he's speaking out to the people that men, men who have the fear to go to the doctor because the fear will paralyze you to the point that you won't go get the help that you need until it's too late. That's what fear does. We can't have that. You got to get fear out, right? There's some of you in here that are very successful. You could be very successful. You could be very successful in school, but it's fear that causes you to think that you are less than God created you to be. You see, when, when a brother DJ was praying, he was talking about one of the young ladies in here who started a jury business, and yet, and, and when you quit your job and start a business, you ain't got no fear. That means you fearless. 
you know, you know, and she's done a great job, and I was watching her. Sister Carissa's done a wonderful job and got some incredible stuff, incredible stuff she's doing, doing the whole TV thing and the whole thing. But guess, fear could have paralyzed her from not using her gift. I'm asking you, what is fear doing in your life? Well, Fear will call. You ever fall out with somebody or you thought you was in love and break up and do the alpha alpha thing? You remember the three the little rascals? <laughs> when he broke up with his little girlfriend, I'm through with love. I'll never love again. You remember alpha alpha with the thing up there? Right. You're, some, some of you in here are going to live lonely lives because you're afraid and that fear has paralyzed you uh, to make you think that you're the only trustworthy person in the world. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? It is one of the worst things. Remember, fear. You need to think about this as an individual. Every one of you in here, every one of you in here, God has given gifts, talents, and abilities. And the only thing that can stop you from being successful in those things is fear. Amen to that. Amen. All right, here we go. Again, David's trust in the Lord said that even though his enemies camped around him, his heart would not fear. They didn't care how many people he had. There's a whole lot of, that doesn't matter. When you're in God's favor, it doesn't matter how many, in there, uh, the, what do you call it, the haters? Is that what they call them? How many haters you have around you. They can't stop you. All right? He even said that though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. He had confidence. And that's, we should be the same way. There should nothing happen to a Christian person that they don't have confidence. Do you understand that? I repeat it continually. You, I repeat it continually. A lot of people can have the same thing as another person has, and the, one, the other person can be victorious, and the other one does not victorious because of fear. Period. Do you, you see what I'm talking about? Okay. But church, it's, it starts with trust, and so we need to turn to Proverbs chapter 3. I'm going to read verse 5 and 6 from the King James where it tells us, to trust in the Lord with all thine heart. You've got to trust in God. There's going to be a sometime that you've got to do that trust. You see, a, a, a lot of you weren't here last week, so I'll tell what happened to me. Um, last week when I told the story is, you know, that uh, when I had the bone cancer, it was in my spine, right? Mm -hmm. Amen. I told you all that. You all understand, right? And so I had a swelling up in there where they were concerned about it because the doctor told me if something would happen there, it could explode and I could be paralyzed. Well, then they'd done some things and that's good. So uh, about two weeks ago, I went to the doctor and uh, uh, said, look at that. And you talk about somebody had a little fear. Well, uh, not again. Yes, sir. I said, not again. I don't want to deal with this stuff again. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? And I went in there and that's when he told me it's called buffalo hump. Remember that? I told some of you all wouldn't hear it's called buffalo hump. It's natural. It comes from the steroids. So it makes you, you swell up like that. You ought to have seen somebody dancing in that hospital. Right. But, but for a moment, fear creeped in my spirit, and I began to th think backwards, you see, but it didn't, you, you understand what I'm saying? And so, I don't care who you are, just because I'm up here in this pulpit, folks, don't mean that I got it all going on either. You see, some people don't know, you know, uh, uh, fear comes in my house and knocks on the door. Well. Huh? Trouble well. comes in my house and knocks on the door. You see, and I have to use the same scriptures and the same meditations and all these things that I'm telling you to do. So don't feel bad sometimes when, it, when something happens in your life that'll shake your world, but just let it shake you. Remember years ago, because some of y'all didn't listen to worldly music, I did. Aretha uh, Franklin was one of my, there used to think called Rock Steady. Yeah, y'all were there too, huh? Yeah, you see, so, so what she meant is, you know, sometimes you're going to rock. 
and you're going to shake, but, keep, but be steady. You understand? Something's going to rock your world. How do you figure? You're going to come through life and nothing rock your world. That doesn't even make sense. Does that make sense to you what I'm trying to get you to understand? Because uh, we, we want to be a people that's ready to deal with whatever's put in front of us. That's, right. that's why we're in the gym today. You're in the spiritual gym today to get to work out and get some spiritual muscle. When something happens to you, you can make a stand. None of you know what's going to come up on your life. That's right. You don't know what's going to come, but you know for sure you can make it through it if you have that spiritual muscle. That's right. All right. Here we go. Keep going, please. And not only do we trust, Pastor... But we are to lean not unto thine own understanding. And it's to lean not to thy own understanding. Let me come down here a minute. Y'all can stay in the corners. I'm good. I'm, uh, do not call me. Say, well, Pastor, I, I'm working on myself. Mm. I hear that. I had to get with a brother this week. He was telling me, Sister Green, he said, well, you know, I'm just working on myself. You know, I told him, but I'm going to use the words here. That's why you jacked up. Because you're working on yourself. Come on. Say, oh, come on here. Come on. You see, and say, you ain't going to change in your life till God starts working on you. That's right. You in this mess because you've been working on yourself. Come on. And I've been knowing this person for a little while. I said, you've been in church all your life. And look where it's got you. The church ain't in you. You've been working on yourself instead of letting the gospel work in your life. The Bible says, lean not to thy own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That's right. Do you all know that God will direct your path in every aspect of your life? He'll help you to, he'll show you what to buy, what not to buy, who to marry, who not to marry. Right. Boy, I'd never get an amen when I talk about who to marry, not to marry. Yeah, I mean, that's just something there. I'm going to do it until I get an amen, so you want me to get out of here. You better say, God will tell you who to marry, who not to marry. When to marry, when not to marry, when to invest, when not to invest, when to take the job, when not to take the job, when to quit the job, when to stay, right? He'll even tell you to get out of his way so he can work in your life. Come on on here. You'll see what I'm saying? That's what the whole thing's about. So when you're working on yourself, he ain't there. You'll see. I don't know if y'all did it like this. When you had little kids and you're trying to help them, I can do it myself. If you're a good parent, you say, go ahead. And then they get to cry and mess up. No, you say you're going to work on yourself. Go back in and fix it. You see, that's how, you know, when God's like that, he's like a father, right? So he'll let you work on yourself. He'll move himself out the way so you can work on yourself. And see, when you work on yourself, you lean into your own understanding. And the Bible says don't do that. It says in all our ways acknowledge him and let God direct your path. And many of you are sitting in here right now. You know exactly what I'm talking to because you went down the wrong path. And what did it cost you? Because it cost you something. And it cost some of your careers. It cost some of your marriages. It cost some of your bad health. Because you was listening to yourself. So we're going to get out of self. Amen? Amen. Wow. Even in the Old Testament in Habakkuk 3 and 19, the sovereign Lord is my strength. Now, I love this here. Habakkuk, and you can p- pronounce it all different kinds of ways, but I'm going Habakkuk. All right? And so you uh, theologians can just excuse me for a minute. So uh, here's Habakkuk. Some, some things were going bad in their life. It was a miserable time in his life. Things weren't going well in his life. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? Amen. There, you know, and, 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 and you love God. And, and, and you've been listening to the preacher. 
but things ain't going bad. And sometimes if you're not careful, you start, have you ever questioned that, that God is even ever real like we said he's real and like the preacher said he is? Have you ever done that and said, well, if God is so real, why is this happening to me? Well, he was there. He was in this point in his life where he was right there where he could have just walked backwards. Here we go. But again, he says, the sovereign Lord is my strength. But in the midst of all of this, in the midst of what he was going with, he said, the sovereign Lord is my strength. In the midst of dark days, trials and tribulations, he was able to say, the Lord is my strength. He didn't forget that. All right. He says, he makes my feet like the feet of a deer. And, uh, you know, and, and you have to go back. And some of you have never seen deer. They're pretty to run. They run so gracefully. He said, it makes my feet like the feet of a deer. All right? He enables me to tread on the heights. <laughs> he enables, you know, deer can go up to some real heights. And he's saying, God is my strength. Right now, I'm in a low place. But God has empowered me like a deer and has enabled me to get up out of this. Can I just use the word? You ever get in a funk? Come on. The pastor's afraid to use words in pulpits like that, you know. I'm not politically correct. There's two of us, me and Trump. But anyway, <laughs> see, woke you up on that one, didn't it, huh? <laughs> you see, so it could get up on high. Sometimes you got to have what it takes to get higher. Sometimes you got to have what it takes to get higher. You ever feel sorry for yourself? Amen. Sometimes you got to get up out of there and get up higher. And, and, and Habakkuk says, uh, the Lord is my strength, and he makes my feet like a deer and enables me to tread uh, on the heights. Sometimes you got to get up here. That's right. Get up here. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up here. You see? All right, please. In the Amplified, it says, the Lord God is my strength, my source of courage. See, the Lord God is my strength, my, uh, 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 my source of courage. Some, see, if you got to have courage, that means you're going to have to go through something. Come on. You don't need courage if you ain't going to have to go through nothing. Right. So sometimes it's going to take courage to do some things in life, courage to do some things you don't want to do. Courage to accept some things you don't want to accept. Courage to make the move that you need to make. Do you understand what I'm saying? And courage is? Mental or moral <laughs> strength to venture, persevere. So it's, wait a minute, mental, or sometimes, sometimes you have to have mental strength. Ask me how, what that means, Pastor. Get out of your head. Get out of your head. You got to get out of your head. And let the strength of God comes in here. All right? I think I got that scripture later, so I'll deal with that. Go ahead. It is also mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. Listen to me. I'm not going to be one of these prosperity preachers. You are going to have some difficult times in your life. You are going to have to face the pain of grief in your life. You can't get away from that. It's a part of life. You remember on those license plates that you see, life happens? That's right. That's just, that's just, a, that's just a part of life. You ought to see some, some of the visitors like, what kind of pastor is this, right? Just real people. That's right. Stuff happens. That's right. And you're going to have to have the stuff to deal with the stuff. And if you don't have the strength to deal with the stuff, you will fall apart. That's right. Period. 
but not in this church because we understand in this church that we need courage and we need strength to deal with difficult times. We understand that there's going to be some deal, times that we have to face pain or grief. And some of you all here know what I'm talking about. You've lost folks. You know what I'm talking about in here. You went through the hospital. You went through the chemo. You went through the surgeries. You went through the divorce. So you know what I'm talking about. If the Bible is not going to help you deal with life, what do you come to church for? Huh? You can get a CD somewhere and just listen to the music. I ought to be a pastor. Go ahead. You are, and a good one. Thank you. Thank you. All right. The one thing that I, as a, as a, when I got into the ministry, and you all see we do things different in most churches, I want to take all that craziness out. Folks in church are falling apart. Yes, Having a good time on Sunday morning, walk through the doors, and, and all hell breaks loose. Well. If it's not going to strengthen me, Carissa, to deal with the pains and the stuff in life, why am I going there? You see, I want a pastor to get in my face and help challenge me, challenge me as a man, challenge me as a woman, as a father, as a husband. We need to be challenged, right? Because guess what? Life will. That's right. All right. And my job is to prepare you to be prepared to whatever you're going to have to deal with in your life. Amen. Do you, some of you older folks, you remember when you were young and everything was going to be okay? You couldn't wait to grow up. And you grew up and found out wasn't much up there? Well. You know what I'm talking about? You know, you know only thing you had to talk, think about was the little boy, the little girl that you had a little crush on, or the football game on Friday night, or the basket, you know, that kind of stuff, right? And then you grew up. That's what I'm talking about. The Bible is to help us to grow up. That's right. Because you can't stay there long. That's right. Ooh, yeah. Again, church, the Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invincible army. I have an invincible army. It's a spiritual army to help me to fight the fight, the good fight of faith. You better have an army because there's more than one thing going on in your life, right? But you got an army behind you. Come on. Don't go to sleep on me. Don't go to sleep. An invincible, oh yes, it says an invincible army. But see, people can't believe they're invincible. Well. Yeah, but we are in this church, right? Amen. We can handle it, right? That's right. All right, here we go. The Bible says, he has made my feet steady and sure, He's, like hinds feet. I love this. He's made my feet what? Steady and sure. Steady and sure. Okay. Like hinds feet. All right, keep going. And hinds feet are female deer of hooves that are swift. And nimble. I'm able to move swiftly through whatever situation or circumstance I have to deal with. Isn't it something, ladies, that God uses a female deer? Y'all should be saying amen. He, he understood, what is it, me too, we too, what does it call it? Me too. me too. Way before there was a me too, we too. God has already used. Huh? That's right. That's right. Okay. Come on, ladies. You don't want to be strong and powerful? All right. You go ahead. Get me out of this. The Bible says that he makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence. God makes me walk what? Forward. forward with what? Spiritual confidence. Do you really believe that? You really believe that? 
Affirmation. Read the affirmation. In the top right corner, read along with me. It says, my thoughts are on high planes. My mind dwells therein. My heart becomes calm. My mind and thoughts cease to be disturbed. In me there is no failure, for Christ is within me, and there is no failure in Christ. I walk as Christ, I talk as Christ, I think as Christ, I have the Spirit of Christ within me. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask you to reveal your heart and will to me. Give me ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to perceive and understand God's word. I give you all the praise, love, glory, honor, and thanksgiving for what I'm about to receive. Amen. That's good stuff. That's good stuff there. And that's, that's what we are about in this church. Don't come in here just taking up a seat. Get something that's going to help you in your life. There's a time that you've got to walk not only in confidence, in spiritual confidence. That's right. I'm hurting now. I'm depressed now. I'm stressed now. But I have the spiritual confidence that sooner or later I'm going to be victorious. That's what we look like. That's what we do in this church. All right? <coughs> Again, when you trust in the Lord, he makes you walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility. He, he, you going, where are you at? Well, some of you ain't. Where are you at? No, no, don't say it again because you could be lying. You was probably telling the truth because you didn't say you was in high places. I don't want to get nobody lying in here. Uh, the, the ones that want to be on high places, say high places. Want to be. The ones that are, say high places. There you go. So, good thing we read that affirmation. Here we go. I'm getting ready to finish. Yeah, that's what I'm Turn talking about. Philippians, I'm going to read chapter 4, verse 10 through 13 from the King James then the message. The King James says, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Paul was talking to a church. He told this church, he said, I'm glad that you're able to bless me. And I know you wanted to, but you didn't have the opportunity to bless me. And then he says this. He said, Not that I speak in respect of want. He said, not that I would speak in respect for one. Everybody ought to live this scripture. Go ahead. For I have learned in whatsoever state I am. Since whatever state I am. Therewith to be content. To be content. I've learned to be content no matter where I'm at. All right? And content is a state of peaceful happiness. Satisfying. He says, no matter where I'm at, I've learned to be content. You know how you do that? you find something good out of a bad situation. That's how you do it. All right? He says, I know both how to be abased, which is to behave in a way as to belittle, humiliate, or degrade someone. He says he don't care. Do you know what y'all's problem is? Why would you let somebody else marry you? Hmm. I'm going to tell you a guy that I know. Good-looking, fit, Smart, wise, your pastor. That's right. <laughs> oh, I think of that myself. That's right. Some people say that's arrogant. I call it bowling the Holy Ghost. That's right, Pastor. Yeah. 
we get in church, the pastor say, God didn't make no junk, and everybody amen and get home and be called junk and fall apart. Well. Okay. I'm serious about this. If it works for me, it'll work for you. Uh, and I'm tired of Christians looking pathetic. Who are we? We are victorious people. We can handle stuff that other people can't handle. Right? We've learned to be content. Sometimes it hurts, but we're okay. We'll deal with it. You know, so sometimes life sucks. Right? But we'll deal with it because we've learned to be content. Right? This is what it's telling us here. You see, you know, I, I know that we like, I love to hear those people talk, God's going to bless you. You got a blessing coming. I'll send you this handkerchief. <laughs> if you send this, buy this book. There ain't no, don't stop buying books. That's right. Buy that book. I can write a book, but I ain't got nothing to back up. God backs this one up. That's right. All right. Again, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound, which is to be filled with or contain a lot of something well supplied. And that takes some people down. Some folks can't handle 50 cents over their meal ticket. But Paul says, I could be poor, I'm good. I could be rich, I'm good. Uh, He says, everywhere and in all things, I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. He said, I can deal with it. He's talking about life. But he says, but I'm going to be okay. Here's the key. In 13, he says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Paul understood where his strength comes from. He said, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I don't want to have to go through this, but God will supply me the strength to do what I need to do. Sometimes I'm blind to what's going on in my life, Brother Rodney. Rodney, But the Bible says I'm not going to lean to my own understanding. In all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge him. I can't see it, my way through it, but he can. You see? All right, we're going to finish. And now to make it plain, we're going to read it from the message. It says, I'm glad in God, far happier than you would ever guess. And he's in jail. Writing letters. In prison, being beaten. He's, he's just excited. Happy that you're again showing such strong concern for me. Not that you ever quit praying and thinking about me. You just had no chance to show it. All right. Actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quite content, whatever my circumstances. He says, no matter what his circumstance is, he says, I'm content. I'm just as happy with a little as with much. Said it doesn't matter if I have a whole lot or a little. Because much has caused some people to go down. They should have stayed with the little. Right? He says, I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry. Hands full or hands empty. Hands full. The recipe. Here's, I, don't, I want to read this. This is good. I want to read this. Read it. And I want you all to do it with me. Oh, they don't have it. We're going to plead after him. We're going to read this together. Church, whatever I have. Whatever I have. Wherever I am. Wherever I am. I can make it through anything. I can make it through anything. In the one. In the one. Who makes me. Who makes me. Who I am. 
who I am. Give God a hand clap. Give God a hand clap. Yes, yes.